I used to prank people a lot in high school when I was bored. But other than that, I would also make you cupcakes and brownies just because you looked a little sad and I wanted to cheer you up. But what would you do to the cupcakes and brownies because you were bored? That's a never-ending cycle. My legal counsel has advised that I not answer <laughs> that with specifics. I'm bored. But, ooh, I know what I'll do. Oh. I'll make somebody cupcakes. Oh, no. Because was... I want to be nice. And I'll throw in a bit of Eye of Newt because I'm, I'm a witch. Bored. <laughs> I'm a bored witch. Let me just. I did. There was this guy. Oh, no. In college who I was jealous because I was very fond of my roommate. And she was like, I take care of everybody. You're all my children. And then there was this guy, and she was like, he's like my son, too. And I was like, well, I was here first, motherfucker. <laughs> and then I found out, like, cupcakes and certain ingredients make him sick, so I made him cupcakes. And then I guilted him into eating them. Oh, she did. She is a you leprechaun. You were the worst kind of leprechaun witch there is. <laughs> a witchercon. A witchercon. She's a witchercon. And I purposely did this when, like, she wasn't around, so she couldn't talk. Ooh. She's a witch. We've come from afar, bringing tales from before. Old dragons drink bourbon, but we three drink more. Welcome back to Dragons Drink Bourbon. I'm Ella. I'm Cletus. And I just happen to be Miles. It's our second episode of Irish Extravaganza Month. This Friday is National Ignore How Poorly Irish People Were Treated in America and Pretend We Loved Their Drunk Culture the Whole Time Day. Yay! Famine what? Nah, this is about parades. And tatters. And shamrocks. Yay! Yes. That wasn't offensive at all. No. No. Or stereotypical. Not at all. Not in the least bit. And that is a great lead into our drink, which I'm going to handle today <laughs> because I did a little extra research. And she doesn't trust us. That's fair. It's smart. While I could call this recipe by another name, it would only be pretending to not know any better at this juncture. Mm. And I research so we know that I do. And also, why not spread some knowledge instead? So we are drinking what is commonly referred to as an Irish car bomb, a name I never Ooh. thought to question because I am an ignorant American lass. Love ya. Basically, the drink itself was invented in 1979 by Charles Burke Cronin Oat while he worked at Wilson Saloon in Connecticut. Old West for Upper North. Well, you said saloon. Uh, I did. Yes. I did. I also said Connecticut. <laughs> Famous for its saloons. Yeah. Well, I have selective hearing, and I heard saloon. It was. It was the Old West up north. Yes. So we're already, we're, we're pretty American at this point, just to start. <laughs> It's a bomb shot cocktail that uses another one of Oates' recipes, the IRA, or the Irish Republican Army, shot. That is a layered shot of coffee liqueur, Irish cream, and Irish whiskey. 
Now, the bomb shot cocktail typically omits that coffee liqueur, but we actually had Kahlua on hand, so we did make it the more traditional way. To complete the drink, you drop that layered shot into half a pint of Guinness and Ooh. chug, chug, chug before it curdles. Ooh. Yeah, probably like not the sound. best sound effect. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's do that over. Nope. Leaving it. Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> cut that, cut that. See who we can get gagging while they listen to this on their drive into work. Like, what do you need that sound? (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, it was originally named the Belfast Car Bomb, a.k.a. the Irish Car Bomb, as a reference to the mini explosion caused by dropping a shot glass into beer. And it does. Mine went all over the counter. Mm, I remember that. Which, you know, also happens just when Cletus drinks, but notable. That's true. I read that it wasn't meant to be a reference to the IRA's bombings, but that's kind of a hard sell considering that Belfast was part of the original name and 19 bombs went off there because of the IRA on July 12th, 1972. So just seven years before the drink was invented. It's an especially touchy association for victims groups and any who remember or know of the day that became Bloody Friday. Mm. Guinness did market the drink in the 80s and 90s, but nowadays Jameson, Bailey's, and Guinness won't touch that shit with a 10-foot pole, despite its popularity in association to St. Patrick's Day. Under absolutely no circumstance ever... Should you order this at a bar in Ireland? Unless you uh, want to fight a bunch of Irishmen. Yeah. I, or just never show up again. Not guaranteed, but I feel like pretty likely. And you you would kind of deserve it. So I don't mm. really think anyone's going to run to your aid either. I don't think anybody would run to an American's aid in any country if they were getting the shit kicked out of them. And rightfully so. I'm just going to assume you were wrong. <laughs> you deserve this. But I didn't do anything. <laughs> You did something. It's the way you breathe, sir. (laughs) I had already bought the ingredients for our drink, though, and it's pretty tasty. So I'm going to propose that we call it a different name. Obviously, I don't think that our little podcast is going to, like, change the course of Irish car bombs in history. And we will. But if we could be a little less ignorant ourselves, I think we should. And if our listeners decide that they want to, you know, do the same, just call it something different. Why not? So I did see other names like Irish Slammer and the Dublin Drop. We can push for one of those or you guys can offer your stunning creativity to the audience. Mm. Now, wasn't the Dublin drop with the Irish Cinderella story was, you know, when she was twerking in there? Wasn't that what she was doing? The Dublin, the Dublin drop? drop. Yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> she got that yeah. Dublin drop. She was doing that Dublin drop. I she remember that. that Dublin yeah. drop. You mean trembling? Yes. Trembling. Yeah. And mm. fair. Mm. Masters Trimble- of the Dublin drop. Tr- yeah. That's why her knees were trembling, because she was dropping, dropping that it. Dublin. Right. Doubling up on it. <laughs> We're just going to call Dublin Drop the winner then. <laughs> and now that the drink is finally out of the way, let's talk about leprechauns. Leprechauns! Very nice. We'll start with how to recognize one. 
They wear a bunch of green. They're all ginger. And they hide pots of gold at the end of rainbows and murder you if you steal it, according to a movie I saw. Accurate. Well, none of that is correct, and I will tell you why. I think it's accurate. See, I don't think Americans in Hollywood know what they're trying to portray. (laughs) Maybe they can't read. Mm. Maybe they can't read. That's fair. Should probably stop diddling children and start doing more work. Well, mm. that's good advice just across the board. (laughs) I I agree. Yeah. I agree. A leprechaun is obviously pagan. Uh, Duh. It's what? Pagan. Oh, pagan. Pagan. Yeah. You didn't open the Bible and find that entry. Oh. See also Puck of the Emerald Isle. Mm. Puck being slang for a mischievous sprite or hobgoblin. Oh. He was a good spider Spider-Man villain. Mm. Oh, the hobgoblin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my mom's from an island in the West Indies, and they do a lot of nicknames. It's called Montserrat. Um, coincidentally, it's the Irish influence on that island that has it. It's called the Emerald Isle of the Caribbean. So um, everybody has a nickname, and there's a guy there named Puck, and he's a very mischievous gentleman. At least he was when he was younger. So that reminded me of him. So shout out to Puck. Nice. Leprechauns are the offspring Mm -hmm. of an evil spirit father, and specifically a degenerate fairy mother. Nice. not saying that. About your mom's friend, Puck. They're a proper example of nature over nurture as they are born mischief makers. Yes. They are small boys. And I say boys because they are always he. Mm. Apparently, evil spirit fathers don't get multiple chromosome options. The leprechauns are about three feet tall and their faces are old and withered. Mm. I guess they skip adolescence, which is a bummer. Unless they also skip puberty, which is a win. I know I did. Can they procreate? I don't. I guess not since they're all men, huh? Or boys. I mean, they have to come from somewhere. Yeah, you. at that point, you'd be like part leprechaun, and I don't know if that just becomes standard fairy. Or just So leprechauns bang fairies. Yeah. Well, they technically are a type of fairy, I think. And then when you okay. do, you get redheads. So... You guys are part leprechaun, part fairy. Congrats. I ain't no fucking fairy. (laughs) Well, you're more leprechaun because you're male, and she's more fairy because she's female. The U.S. Census did not let me pick those options, so I'm going to assume they're not options. (laughs) (laughs) Equality for all. So let's go over your first type of leprechaun, which we're just going to call leprechaun. Standard. Leppies. Which comes with standard garb. This most often includes a little red jacket, red breeches buckled at the knee, gray or black stockings, and a hat. No green. Cool. Get down. You can't have that. Alcoholic cats. The hat is cocked in an older style, so think like the popped collar of its time, if hey, it were. Fresh. Like how Michael Jackson did in Thriller. <laughs> that would that would have been a cooler reference. Yeah. He cool. saved it. What Cletus said. It worked. Ignore what I said. I'm not clever. <laughs> Where the weather is more tempered, he'll wear an Elizabethan ruff or like a collar made from pleated frills with additional frills and lace at the end of his sleeves that cover his wrists. 
However, on the West Coast, where there's more rain and wind, the toughened leprechaun ditches all the frills and wears a freeze overcoat, which is like coarse wool. Mm. It's super thick material, really heavy, really warm. Made from baby seals. Yes. I read that somewhere. No comment. I don't know if that's what it's made from. I don't don't do research. I don't know where I read that. I don't know. I read it somewhere. In this chilly attire, the red clothing ends up completely covered up, so you have to look out for that cocked hat (laughs) to recognize this variety of leprechaun. And the red thong sticking out of the (laughs) back. They get it in. They're not plumbers. (laughs) Got that red thong hanging out doing the Dublin drop. Doing that Dublin drop. See? It all ties in. Can't fool us, leprechauns. Second kind. (laughs) Different counties have different local leprechaun culture. Wait, I thought we already did two. We did the baby seal wearing one, and then we did the no. That was one. the same. Mm-hmm. That was the standard. Just like oh, uh, just in a different, just in a different climate. Yeah. Oh, I see. So, but different counties have different local leprechaun culture and different names for the dudes. I got you. Well, let no one say that we're not listening. Men all the time evolving since two thousand twenty-three. Yesterday, question mark. Up north, the leprechauns are called logrymen. Mm. Their uniform copies that of British infantry regiments, which, judging by every Revolutionary War depiction I've ever seen, it's still a lot of red. Red coats. Mm-hmm. Mm. White breeches for pants, though, and a broad-brimmed, high-pointed hat. Oh, that's absolutely British regiment. I know. I was there. I remember. Oh, I always forget about the time traveling. It's because yeah. in our canon, I don't remember who's doing it when. <laughs> it depends. It depends. You know, we all we trade. We trade yeah. the but we t- trade the time travel button from That's time good. to time. Well, I'm I'm apparently a witch, so I don't know if I need one. I don't either. We don't know. I don't. Know. I've never been a witch. You would know that. You can recognize the logry man by a particular behavior when he's quite pleased with himself for pulling off a nasty little trick. His taunt of choice is to balance himself upside down atop the point of his hat. Skills. At the top of a wall or at the roof of the house he just wreaked havoc in. Mm. Kicking his feet in the air and laughing before he disappears. Just let it be known that this version of the leprechaun is the one that started the head spin in breakdancing. Pioneer. Y'all pour one out for him. And by pour one out, I mean pour it into your mouth. Don't waste alcohol. That's very true. Yes. Unless it's for the homies. Yes, unless it's for the homies. Breakdancing started with a tiny Irish fairy yes. yep. cackling and dancing in front of like a burning house and screaming children <laughs> behind him. <laughs> exactly. People are like, yo, look at that move right there. They were like, oh my god, children are dying. Yeah, but check out that boy's moves. Leprechaun. Well, I mean, I don't really blame him regardless, because, like, if I could do a handstand, I'd be doing that shit all the time. What's stopping you? Gravity. I, th- not being able to do the handstand. There's a potion for that. She's a witch. Good times. Third type of leprechaun. Tipperary has Lorgadons. Who? Their red jackets are of an antique slashed variety. Lorgadons? L- Lorgadons. Okay. L- wait, Lorigadons. I couldn't find pronunciations for these. I did try to look. I'm sorry. I'm trying. <laughs> no, I'm not like. No, I'm apologizing for to listeners. <laughs> like we're gonna get the the one Irish person who tunes in 
and was like, well, I'm going to tell everyone I know in this country not to listen to That's this stupid not how we podcast. Say that. <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about. She can't pronounce anything. <laughs> yeah, well, you should hear the Aztec episode because that was even worse. Um, but they, their jacket is described as having peaks all round. I don't know what that means for clothing. Peaks. I don't either. Like, is it is it just pointy? Does it look like he shopped at Hot Topic in like two thousand six? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. know. Let's see. Cause tonight I'm assuming you tried to look it up. I did. I didn't find anything. Yeah, that's what up. I was looking. Up. I gave up really quickly though. <laughs> let's get our uh, let's get our interns in on this. Uh, while we continue, can you guys look this up? Thank you. Our interns are cats, and I'm not letting them near the keyboard anymore. <laughs> He also had a jockey cap, and he sports a sword that he uses as a magic wand. What house do you think he's in? Slitherdor. It's not a house. Azkaban. It's not a house, but it's probably where they would put a leprechaun <laughs> after some criminal offense, so I'm not going to argue with it. Awful door. It's just door for all of them. You're really phoning it in. <laughs> Griffin Puff. It just sounds like a strain of weed. <laughs> I mean, do you want Girl Scout cookies or do you want, you want some of that some Griffin, Griffin Puff? Because let Griffin me tell Puffs you, it's a cereal. Mm-hmm. We got some Slither Puff too, but them Griffin Puffs uh. cut the roof of my mouth. <laughs> it's both. So once like kids grow into teens, their moms have no idea if they're just eating a lot of cereal or smoking a lot of pot. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's that little girl from, like, the taco shell commercial who goes, why not both? Oh, oh, I put up three fingers. No one could see that, but I needed to call myself out. Four! (laughs) The Loricon lives in Kerry. He is a fat fellow with a jolly, round, red face to match his red cutaway jacket. Oh, Mm. like me. Sure. I don't have a red jacket, though. I do think you're at least, like... Three foot five. It's not sure enough. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, not sure enough to be a leprechaun. That's true. The jacket always has seven rows of seven buttons each. Though it is never buttoned, so they're all purely decorative, and his shirt underneath is white as snow. He may wear a helmet several sizes too large for him, but will toss it aside to remain more conspicuous in a country where no one wears such helmets. Which is everywhere, I think. Mm-hmm. 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 Unless he's kind of on the spectrum. Like an, a danger to himself sometimes. Hold that thought, because I might have evidence for that. <laughs> He'll still wrap his head up in a handkerchief, if he's not wearing the helmet, that he ties over his ears, which is much more conspicuous. That's true. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's got a toothache. Isn't That's that kind what, of how I imagine it, it. Isn't that what they used to do? Because people used to be stupid. I mean, like we car- still it's are. It's cartoon dental yeah, work. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Huh. Well, it's over his ear, so maybe it's like a biker bandana? But again, it's a three-foot-tall man wearing a ton of red. Like, you... The <laughs> handkerchief didn't throw us off the scent, man. I mean, we I'm already sh- know. I'm sure there were midgets back then. <laughs> I feel like... 
if you were a midget in Ireland and you knew leprechaun lore, you would probably not buy a ton of red clothing, especially because like dyed clothing is probably going to be a little That's pricier true. too. That's true. And you'd be stuck working in circuses and shining shoes and shit. Yeah. So this is our last variation, number five. Oh, we made it. Comes from Monaghan. Mad Monaghan. Don't say that like you're not enjoying all this ability to recognize and name different leprechauns. (laughs) There's a quiz after this. You should be paying attention. Mad Monaghan, the greatest swordsman. (laughs) Well, Monaghan's where he's from. Oh, Monaghan, not Mardigan. He's called a Chloricon. And he, like, he wore red as well, but he whipped chlorine tablets at people. Right. To poison them. Chlorine cut. Go. Or he's the dandy of the group. He wears the finest garb, swallow-tailed evening coat of red, and finally, some of the green we've been lied to about in his vest. He's like dandelion. He is like dandelion. He's the dandy. He has white breeches, black stockings, and shiny-ass shoes. Give him a leer and there we go. Loot? Yes. Shiny he a loot or a loot? No, he has a loot. He had a loot. He has a loot. I said Lear. Who, That's old Dandy? Dandy had a flute. Dandaloot. Dan- dandelion. Dandelion the loot. Yaskir. Dandelion. I don't know him. Yaskir directly translates to buttercup, so I assume they were like, That's a little bit too much. So we're going to just call him Dandelion. That's already a power puff girl. Moving on. <laughs> His hat is a long cone shape without a brim and is set jauntily on one side of curly hair. That's the only one that mentions specifically the hair. The Chloricon, when angered, will poke his offender in the eye with the sharp point of his hat. But he isn't often physically violent. You know how much... Like, what if they just move out of the way? You swinging your hat around, they're just like, no. What's wrong with you? I just pictured, like, somebody fencing. What's this Chloricon doing? Get your Chloricon out of my face. <laughs> Old pointy hat, having ass. Get your peak out of my face before I <laughs> smack you. Boy, if you don't move that peak out of my face. How much does it really matter that you're not often physically violent if the times that you are, you poked people's eyes out? <laughs> I mean. Yeah, but of the five, only five of the hundred people who pissed him off. have <laughs> <laughs> lost an eye. There's an entire <laughs> Irish village of one-eyed people. Right. Not like, oh, you know, sometimes he pinches you. No, <laughs> you're going to lose that eye. It's coming out. But the Chloricon actually prefers to cut people deep. <laughs> where it really hurts and never fully heals. Emotionally. Yeah, abusing them with his words. I love you. I love someone else, he says. I love he just you. Walks away. Well, I like you as a friend. Right. Oh. He friend boxes you. <laughs> I love you. I just don't love you. You get it, right? I love you, Chloricon. Yeah, man, you're like a brother to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that cut me emotionally. Good. And then he just disappeared. Good. Now come over here and let me poke you in the fucking eye. <laughs> or <laughs> I hate you. <ya. laughs> Or it's like you're the, the gnomes in Millandia. Your mama ain't got no nipples! <laughs> Just from a distance. She said she ain't got no nipples. Borrowing from his cousin and standing on his hat and kicking his feet in the air. 
Yeah, they're like just a band. Like each type of leprechaun, like in a in a gang of how many was it? Four. Five. Five gang of five, and they're each doing their own thing. Oh, he said you ain't got no nipples. <laughs> and the one spinning on his head. <laughs> the others are just chewing. Oh, like that, like that gif where they're like. Oh, it's just like the recurring. <laughs> oh. One of them's inventing breakdancing. <laughs> but to add extra insult to injury here, you can hear his voice, but not see him when he mm. does this. So you either think you're hearing things or that your like inner voice, conscience, anxiety Sounds in particular like a three foot tall old Irish man. <laughs> so you just feel like you're having audio hallucinations. Basically. You feel like Chloricon loves you. Then you feel like, wait, does he just love me as a friend? I feel like if you do this to someone with anxiety, like you're you're straight up bullying. This isn't mischievous. Like you're I mean, following someone like nobody here actually wants you to be at the party and you're like, I knew it. <laughs> I well, why the f- I didn't want to be here either. <laughs> the fuck am I doing here? You told me to come here, Clark. Oh look, Clark. at least there's a dog. Clark. I'm gonna go hang out with him. Makes you doubt yourself. <laughs> hey guys, you seen a Chloricon around here? Bro, what are you even talking about? What's a Chloricon? But you wouldn't know because you only hear his voice and don't see him. Oh, someone call his therapist. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> anyway, leprechauns are neither wholly good nor evil. I'm going to borrow this quote because we know that I like a me, a good quote. Where are you borrowing it from? The Irish Fairy Tale Collection in my bedroom. Okay. That doesn't have an author cited. Okay. (laughs) Sounds legit. (laughs) (laughs) It's my fever dream, (laughs) Ramblings. I remember this quote. (laughs) Okay, sure you do, Ella. (laughs) The quote is... Man is a worshipping being and will prostate himself with equal... Prostate? I'm going to start over. Words are hard. Man is a worshipping being and will prostate himself with equal fever before the altar, whether the deity be good or bad. Basically, humans tend to worship either out of adoration or fear. But leprechauns exist in a gray area in the middle. Which leaves them disrespected, if remembered at all, mm. as well as assaulted. Damn. It's not a mugging if he's a fae and less than three feet tall, right? Wrong. That's mythological racism. Who was going well, around mugging leprechauns? Exactly. And to be fair, to be fair all everyone. of these leprechauns seem like a bit of assholes, if you ask me. They're poking people's eyes out. <laughs> Club and baby seals. Granted, yeah. I did make that part up. But they're still doing it. But in this version, they're still doing it to make red jackets out of right. seal blood right. to keep them warm. I knew you were going to do that. William, there is no mic for you. I think we talked about they burned down orphanages and breakdance while doing it. Yeah. I mean. And enjoyed it. Yeah. So, I mean, in all fairness, they deserve to be assaulted. And yeah. also, they maybe in self defense, right? Yeah. When okay. was an orphanage burnt down? I got distracted by my cats, and that just registered. You said they burnt down an orphanage and break danced. Yes. Uh, let. That's what I heard. All right, fair enough. I'm leaving it. It's not exactly what I said, <laughs> but it's not worth arguing the point. One hundred and ten percent what she said. <laughs> However, as the quote suggests. People are not only big old dum-dums, 
but they are easily manipulated, which leprechauns can and do use to their favor. Sometimes leprechauns can be very generous, sometimes petty as hell. They are good from whim and mischievous from capris. Mm. Capris? Capris. Capris. I don't make notes. Words are hard. Well, I don't even know what that means. What is, you, how do you, you spell? Know. How do you spell that? C A P R I C E. I was close. I was very C. far. A sudden and unaccountable change of mood or behavior. Mm. <clears throat> so they're bipolar as fuck. Is basically what that's saying. Mm. So it's self defense when people are attacking you. Anyway, leprechauns enjoy riding sheep, goats, and sometimes even dogs if they can't find either of the former options. In the biblical sense, riding or like, as in, like, like we would horse. do a horse. Like okay. A horse. Okay, just checking. One no such track. book I was using says that, like, aside from riding they sheep and dogs almost to death, Shit. leprechauns liked causing mischief in the home. Mm. Mm. Acts of small mischief include, but are not limited to, infidelity. No. what the leprechaun did it baby (laughs) (laughs) they're not deities remember Mm, they're in a gray area that's fair that's fair making pots boil over thus putting out the stovetop fire and making it impossible for the pot to boil at all afterward what sounds like just neglect of your duties (laughs) to me but okay right I guess they were all drunks (laughs) Well, I mean, to be fair... To be fair. I'm a drunk, so, you know. There's that. (laughs) Hashtag relatable. That makes it better. Right? It's... Never mind. I'll stop. Blame it on the hooch. (laughs) Um, They would also steal bacon filch, which is like half of a pig cut sideways, which is like a lot of bacon. It's like where the bacon's from in the pig, but it's just it's all still bacon. half a pig. Basically, that's, that's what I looked up. Whew. Emptying the potato kish, spoiling the milk, mm, assholes, despoiling bottles of protein, which is an illegal home booze made from potatoes. It's protein when you go to the gym. I was thinking poutine, but it's nothing like poutine. That too, yeah. Or filling those bottles of poutine with water. Poutine is fries, gravy, and curds. Poutine, poutine, and protein. Maybe poutine? All of it. Getting all of it. It's an illegal home booze made from potatoes. Oh, okay. Vodka. Just say vodka. Can either of you give me some Samwise? Because I keep saying potatoes, and I feel empty inside. Sandwise? Samwise. Genji. Oh, taters. Mm -hmm. Thank you. What we need is a few good taters. What's taters, precious? <laughs> Potatoes. <laughs> boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Lovely golden nuggets. These are listed under small mischiefs, as a reminder to get us back on track. I was about to say, these are like more inconvenient than really mm. like... The next one is flinging the baby down on the floor. Oh, And that's shit. a minor mischief. Okay. Small one. <laughs> that's, that's a small... <laughs> Murdering your child. Or significantly injuring him. Well, ma'am, I heard you didn't want this child. Plan B. (laughs) Hi, my name's Dr. Leppy. I heard you didn't want this child. Linda, open the door to the stairwell. Oh, my 
my God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fine baby you have there. It'd be a shame if they got uh, thrown on the floor. Bam. It's a hot pro-life take for leprechauns. <laughs> Not pro-life, pro-choice. Oh, no. <laughs> we get it wrong sometimes, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's the changelings. That's where they get confused. That's where they get confused. I thought you meant exchange it for another healthy child. <laughs> Wait, what are we doing with this? We keeping it? We, we, we throwing it? What are we, I thought we, you wanted a healthy crap. baby that looked and acted exactly the same but wasn't human. The last small mischief is throwing a furniture around the room like a damned poltergeist. But they're only three feet tall. Well, are they super strong? I, maybe, or well, maybe just one of them has powers. a sword he uses as a magic wand, so maybe they can be a little yeah, bit Yeah, but it's not a claymore. They could be telekinetic. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say telekinetic, because that that's they're, a stretch. They're just Guardian Leviosa. <laughs> oh, let me correct you. It's Leviosa, not Leviosa. Lavate las manos! Did you correct me saying it right? I'm a ginger, but I'm not Ron Weasley. We're not all the same person, that's, Miles. I don't know. Basically, I see people blaming bad parents, hungry kids, bad cooks, alcoholics, and fucking malevolent ghosts on poor leprechauns. Ooh. Me too. Yes. Yeah. All that said, a pissed off leprechaun might set a roof on fire, intentionally waking the inhabitants of the home with maniacal laughter so they can rush around terrified while trying to put out the flames. A leprechaun of a kinder or mild disposition could become attached to a particular family and domesticated. Not my word, but I'm sticking to it. I just picture somebody grabbing a, like, three-foot-tall dude's (laughs) head and then shoving his face in piss and be like, No! You do this outside! Outside! Bad leprechaun! Outside! And he's like, No, let me go! I'll bowl your pot over, you son of a bitch! (laughs) I was a doctor where I'm from. So the leprechauns prefer the rare old stock, which I guess means they're not a fan of new money, but Mm. don't mind when old money falls from grace. That's because new money isn't backed by anything. There you go. Bitcoin. I I more (laughs) refer to, like, middle class, upper class, new money, old money. Oh. Mm. You made a fair point. It just wasn't what I was talking about. I'm covered in cat fur. Okay. I'm, co- I'm covered in cat shit, so. He he came like that. That's not our fault. That's true. So insolence or negligence. Yes. This often boils down to the leprechaun having to eat food specially intended for him. And you need to offer him that food freely without neglect. One such tale of the family screwing this up was offering their family leprechaun the dog's leftover food. Idiots. Ooh. I I also wouldn't want that. So no. that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. This leprechaun was mad as a wasp. Ooh. Say no more. I'm out. Right? And he responded by making a ton of noise in the cellar all throughout the night. Wow. What was he building? <laughs> Leprechaun noise. That's what they do. I guess you never heard it. Okay. I guess that was better than your, like, powerful man. You know why? <laughs> <laughs> he went, <laughs> Which is a powerful sound. <laughs> it was his commanding bellow. That's yes, what it was. It bellow. was the builder from Asgard's walls <laughs> commanding <laughs> 
<laughs> so he me. responded by making a ton of noise in the cellar all throughout the night. Noise! I'm a leprechaun. I'm a leprechaun. When the family checked the basement in the morning, the leprechaun was gone. The real trouble came later when they went to grab. <laughs> when they were dead. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Maybe worse. Oh. Depending on who you ask. <laughs> They went to grab some of their wine, only to find that all of the casks and bottles had been emptied. Yeah, that's worse. No! My drink and drink. <laughs> if only we would have given him actual food. How am I going to fuel myself to farm the taters? <laughs> that's what you get, bitches. Well, revenge served. <laughs> it seems leprechauns also hate schools and teachers, who they believe primarily ridicule them. Fight the machine! <laughs> Leprechauns won't show themselves to anyone who doesn't actually believe in them, and schools denounce their existence. Same. I don't show myself to anybody who don't believe in me. That's some Ooh. beautiful self-care. That That's is. some beautiful self-care, Miles. That's right. Why did you show up, then? You know what? Oh... <laughs> <laughs> oh. I showed up for Cletus. <laughs> I'm just going to get angry comments. Like, she seems so nice. She's just telling stories and listening to their dirty jokes. Then she gets mean then she gets nowhere. Mean. <laughs> it must be the Irish whiskey. <laughs> she must be a witch. <laughs> That's why they call her that. That's why. No. <laughs> they know. There's a theory that national schools actually eradicated the leprechauns in Ireland because the leprechauns wouldn't live in any neighborhood that had such a school in it. Mm-hmm. Over time, though, many people forgot about these little guys, and they just stopped leaving out food, etc. The people that still believed were much more interested in the leprechaun's riches to boot. But to steal a leprechaun's riches, you gotta catch him first. Mm. Now, this is kind of where more of, like, our American information comes in, because most of what we learned in, like, elementary school and the cute little things we was did extremely around St. Day... Yes, but also it was about like, it was like, oh, if we're careful, maybe we can steal his pot of gold, which is just chocolate coins, yep. yay. Taking land from Indians wasn't enough. We wanted to steal the gold from the Irish. Well, we in fairness, the Irish also wanted to steal the gold from the Irish because this came from them first. <laughs> but here's where y'all should start taking notes. Unless you're taking the moral high ground and you're just here for knowledge. I was just judging you. I was just seeing where your moral capacity is like. Yeah, I'm, I, I have none. Fair. But you can't write, so you're just going to look better by default. Because you don't need the notes. Sure. Sure, I'll look better. <laughs> I'm uneducated, which means I'm a better person than I'm, you. Hey, I'm the best American. An uneducated one. The only time you have any chance to catch a leprechaun is when his brogue shoes need mending. Mm-hmm. These guys run around a ton, so naturally, the souls are going to wear out eventually. They're only particularly vulnerable when they need to sit down, take off their shoes, and DIY mend them. You see this, coupled with, like, the height and the red jacket, and you can be sure it's a leprechaun and set to catching him. If they're repairing their Heelys, mm -hmm. leprechaun. Leprechaun. That's it. Child? Probably not. I mean... Children hate red. Remains to be seen. They're LA lights. Leprechaun. Yep. Yep. Leprechaun. 
The leprechaun is also an old bachelor of an elf. <laughs> Every time you say that, I think old bastard, and I'm like, damn. Okay. Old, old bastard bachelor. elf. Yeah, right. That's that what was I his... think. <laughs> old dirty bastard That's elf. what I was yeah. thinking of. ODB elf. Ooh, baby, I like it raw. <laughs> oh, baby, I like it raw. Shimmy, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yo, shimmy, yeah. Give me the mic so I can take it away. Every leprechaun knows that song. Every leprechaun. He remains a bachelor by resisting the scheming fairy mamas trying to set him up with young, beautiful fae ladies. This leads to two trains of thought. One, the leprechaun enjoys the blessings of single life so much that he'd rather be exiled by his own kind than face married life. Oh, maybe I am a leprechaun. I think so. The theory here is that other fairies punish the leprechaun by driving him off for his matrimonial heterodoxy. Support for this theory is that he is always seen alone. There's an SAT word. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking it up. Right? It's just against the norm. We don't believe you. Deviation from accepted or orthodox standards of belief. The second theory is that the leprechaun is always alone because he's solitary by preference. This preference is a direct result of having learned how shallow fairy friendship can be. I'm absolutely Mm, a leprechaun. And how particularly deceitful female fairies are. So lack of sincerity is what disgusted the leprechaun. Support for this theory entails how skilled leprechauns are in the art of conversation and manipulation. Basically, too much in the way of people skills to be purely antisocial. Leprechauns are said to have an oily tongue with an ability to please. Hey. (laughs) All right. Mm. Get it in, leprechauns. Okay. They can do what they do. It ain't always oily, but you know. Sometimes it needs a little help. Sometimes beards need moisturizing. Hey. I'm so mad because the first thing that popped into my head was, you get by with a little help from your friends. <laughs> and they do. And they do. <laughs> oh, but this all suggests that fairy ladies probably weren't too put off by the old dudes, so their exile is more like a voluntary retirement from nonsense. They do look like old dudes. They're all like hey, Master uh, Roshis. True. He was... <laughs> Also, I want voluntary retirement from nonsense as like a permanent status update in my <laughs> life. Like me exiting a room, I could just put that on a neon sign behind me. I like that. It's a good shirt. Good thing to have on a shirt. On the back oh. of the shirt. Yeah. On the back. So as you leave a room, boom, there it is. Hint, hint. Hint, hint. All that aside, catching a leprechaun is a classic get-rich-quick scheme. Mm, Tell me about it. Either you want their stash of gold, or you want their magic purse, which produces (laughs) shillings endlessly. Well, Mm -hmm. it seems to me like you would want the purse, not the gold. Absolutely. Depends how drunk and forward-thinking you are at the time, I suppose. Fair. Some succeed, and some fail spectacularly. There's a story of Michael O'Daughtry... He was younger, but he wanted to get married, and unfortunately, he was broke. And we all know women like money. Mm-hmm. He thought the easiest way to solve his problem was loricon catching. He tried for a whole year, finally came across a loricon in the grass mending his shoes, and caught him. 
Michael demanded the location of the elf's gold. I know I shouldn't have tried to use my heelys in this goddamn grass. <laughs> I got my LA lights. No. The Loricon directed Michael to a spot in the hills when they heard a terrible screeching sound that made Mike's hair stand <laughs> on end like a mad cat's tail. Oh shit, they got my hair standing on end again, y'all. Mm. Not looking forward to editing that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all it took. Oh, I'm sorry, I skipped a line. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. In his surprise, he looked away from the Loricon. Mm. And that's all it that's took. That's all it took. Okay. <laughs> the second his eyes weren't on the tricky fellow, he was gone. Heard laughing in the distance for sure, but gone. And Michael died poor. <laughs> no. <laughs> his dreams were crushed as soon as they began. Michael looked away for a moment. <laughs> and then he died poor. <laughs> If it makes you feel any worse, because I know it's not going to make you feel better. The A couple versions I read said, like, um, even though he was quite young when this happened, Bruh. he still lived his whole life poor and died poor. Like, that's the worst fate imaginable, you know what I mean? Like, just not having money. But did he still have the friends? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, nothing else changed. He died. But he poor. died poor. And then you got rich people. Gross. In this economy? In Leprechaun's defense and Michael's poor fate, he was like, I want to get married, but I need money. And people around him were like, oh, get a job. And he was like, I'm going to catch me a short person. Like, <laughs> bitches love a man who can abuse a three-foot-tall fairy. <laughs> Then we have Patty Donnelly, who actually grew rich and successful. He claims that he earned his wealth through industry, economy, and temperance. I earned my wealth by exploiting the, the people under me. Or over me. Just like everyone else. I swear it wasn't from catching a leprechaun. They're not real. When his neighbors drank and rested on Sundays, he continued to work hard and avoided drink to boot. After getting rich, his neighbors accused him of being a greedy pig, having caught a leprechaun on one of those Sundays he was apparently working so damn hard, mm. keeping all the gold for himself. Oh, greedy And then mother. lying about it, just like a leprechaun would. And they're the biggest damn liars in the world. Facts. And truth. Are they? Apparently. Or are they or, or, or politicians? Both. Poly leprechauns. They're, They're politifay. <laughs> then there's Tim O'Donovan of Kerry. Another very Irish name. Very Irish. What was the first one? Michael oh. O'Dotry to Still Patty Irish. Donnelly. Okay. To Tim O'Donovan. <clears throat> Tim O'Donovan. He managed to catch a leprechaun and forced him to reveal the location of his pot of gold. The fellow directed Tim to a bog. Well, that's a to, fucking that's a farce right there. That's a trap. It's right there in the alligator's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Not a southern bog. I don't think there's alligators in the middle of It's right there in the baby seal's mouth. Tim tried to force the leprechaun to dig up the gold for him. But the leprechaun pleaded mercy for he had no spade to dig with. So Tim released him, but marked the spot by planting a stick in the ground and placing his hat on it. Squish! Plop. 
It's a bog, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you get he it. Couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't, yeah, but he couldn't go, because that's frog milking. Right. Quack, quack. When he returned the next morning, spade in hand, he found that innumerable sticks now rose out of the bog, each with its own little hat, nearly identical to Tim's. They got him. He tried to search anyway, but he soon gave up, and it was the leprechaun's win again. Mm. Mm. Last, we have our longest and most story-like example, Dennis O'Brien of Tipperary. That sounds, sounds kind of Irish, yeah. Tim O'Brien? Dennis. Dennis. Yeah. Where'd I get Tim from? I don't fucking know. So, Dennis, as a little, little spoiler, would be the man that goes for the magic purse with endless shillings. Dennis, with his unbridled rage. Yes. Now, he was always on the lookout for a leprechaun. The equivalent of, like, the lazy ass at work who won't stop buying lotto tickets, but also doesn't do their job. No comment. I'll just drink my bourbon. People would try to tell Dennis that you're much more likely to come across a leprechaun when you aren't searching so purposely. But he would not and could not give up. And should not. A life of leisure was on the line, damn it. One day, on his way home, Dennis caught a glimpse of red out of the corner of a field. He tiptoed all Irish ninja-like, and sure enough, there was a leprechaun. Dennis gripped the poor elf by the collar and held him to the ground. Hey, you ugly little vagabond. I don't subscribe to social norms and stereotypes. I have a different voice. My name's Dennis. Give me your gold, or I'll choke the life out of you. I swears it. What are you talking about, mister? I'm just another Irish child. My parents love me enough to not make me work at the age of six. So I don't have any money, and certainly not any gold. Nah, 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 you can't fool me. Craving elf money bags? But, mister... All right, fine. Jeez, what if I was a child? You're right, git. Hashtag no regrets. Me pot of gold is hidden in a glen over in Clare. I can't take you if you insist with such violence. Clare? Man, but that's too far. And he might get away if I get so far. You leprechauns are tricky. And I'm not a smart man. I knows it. I don't claim it. Don't go print it on t-shirts, put it on social media, telling anybody, but... I knows it. I can hear you, you dumb fuck. You're speaking out loud. I think you're lying. I doubt you travel as far as Claire for your own gold. William tried to jump into my lap and he beamed his head off the table. (laughs) Cut that, cut that, cut that. Amazing acting distracting. Cut all of that. You're the narrator. Sorry, I was making Dennis, Dennis shook the leprechaun. With renowned figure in <laughs> choking him so hard. Get out of here! I did not sound like that. Like Shut it up! Even with a stick. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was distracted by my cat's potential concussion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
feel like you did a pretty good job though Shut reading the that. Fuck up. <laughs> Dennis shook the leprechaun with renewed vigor and violence, choking him so hard his eyes stood out far enough that you could knock him off with a stick. Dennis loosened his grip just enough to let the elf speak. All right. You drive a hard bargain, you do. I'll give you my magic purse instead, then. What do you say? I mean, I'm really, I'm really not a smart man, y'all. Like, Right. So we're repeating the thinking aloud bit again. God, you're fucking stupid. And the longer this drags on, man, the more likely this devil is to get away. Oh, I'm the devil. Yeah. You're the one mugging me, you damn gob doll. I mean, I doubt I'll get so lucky again. So, alright, I'll, I'll take it. Thank the lack of a fucking Christ. Whew, better make sure this is some red silk. And... I gotta make sure this shit's real. Not that I've ever handled real silk, but you know, it's gotta have a proper shilling inside. The second Dennis took his eyes off the Lorigadon to check the authenticity of the purse, the rogue escaped. <laughs> and with a fading laugh that Dennis did not like at all. <laughs> Yo, I don't like that shit at all, son. Ominous laughter aside, Dennis was pretty pumped about his victory, so he went off to Miss Clooney's to drink, which was his old spot when he had a two-pence or so to spend. Patty Grogan, Tim O'Donovan, Mike Conathe, and Brian Flattery were all sitting together already. Dennis invited himself to join his friends and immediately called out to Miss Clooney to bring him her best. Hey, yo, there's a lot of folks over here, but uh, I'm going to sit down anyway. Hey, yo, Miss Clooney, bring me your best, baby. Hmm, I'm sure. Where's your money at then before I waste me skulk? <laughs> oh, I got funds, honey. Don't you worry. <laughs> you penny-scraping old skeleton. Apparently... This was extra insulting because Miss Clooney was actually the, quote, size of a load of hay, unquote, and she weighed a ton. So that means she's fat? Yeah. So she's he called her a skeleton. Because oh, she's, she's big boned. Because I'm smart. Yeah. Even though I'm not. <clears throat> so now bring me your very best, baby. I'm a gentleman of fortune. And I'm going to treat all my friends here. Where them titties at? Wait, that wasn't my man voice. Flop that fat ass on the table, bitch. Let me see that Dublin drum. Does what all Ella. Several rounds later, and Dennis thought to order dinner for everyone as well. But this was getting a bit too risky for Miss Clooney's taste. Right. How about you settle the top for the drinks, you fucking... D baby, you know what I'm good for. You know me. Hey, hey look, I mean, what you, what you doing later? You know, bag of skeleton bones? It wasn't ever crest. Oh. Settle your goddamn top or no food. <laughs> well, I have this here purse. It's a leprechaun's purse, girl. 
If true, this meant that he could pull a shilling from the red silk and keep pulling shilling after shilling all day long if he wanted to. And can't. He'd have a stream of coins like whiskey out of a jug. Dennis pulled out the first shilling and then reached in for the magic replacement. But, uh, oh, this is awkward. There wasn't any. Dennis kept trying furiously, sticking his fingers in to try to summon the magic that wasn't there. Oh, I just heard that out loud. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Here's, the, here's the thing. All right. All right. All right. Oh, shit. Okay. Look, let me let me try one more time. <laughs> let me try. You know I'm good for it. Let me try one more time. Hold on. All right. Here we go. Here we go. You know what? Everybody blow on my fingers. Blow on my fingers. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Get, it, get in here. Get in here. Here we go. One, two, three. Oh, fuck. The leprechaun had tricked Dennis after all, giving him a replica of the true magic purse. And the dumbass hadn't thought to check the magic before running up a bill. Man, shit. You fucking thief! I knew you were lying! To the devil with you, leprechauns, purses, and all this bullshit about goddamn magic shillings! You drank up all my stock! Baby, uh, and you now you get no food. You got to go home shit face. Do? No, I don't want to hear no baby nothing. I don't want to hear nothing. What did I do? No, no, get the fuck out of me, boy. Get the fuck out of me, boy. No, I'm definitely ain't like that. Sorry. <laughs> I really want. I really want someone to comment and go, "Yo, that trilling though, I wouldn't be mad either." <laughs> Thunder from the leprechauns, y'all. This is a weakness. <laughs> Just gonna get like single moms like, yo, what's Miles' number what's though? And with that, Miss Clooney hit Dennis over the head with a bottle. I hit that bitch with a bottle. Plus, Dennis's friends realized then that they would be responsible for their own bills after so? all. Kick his fucking ass! <laughs> Beat that bitch's motherfucking man. And they also thought Dennis had lied to them intentionally. So they came together and beat him half to death. Wow. Get ganged on, son! Get ganged on, son! Gang, 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 gang! Break yourself, fool! Bite the curb! A constable passing by hears the commotion, or filaloo, so he enters the pub. He demanded to what's know this, then? what's going on to disturb the peace. The group pointed at Dennis all together and were like, This bitch made fool! Stole our goddamn money, said he's gonna pay for us! Yeah, fuck him! Yeah, fuck him! Fuck this guy! Yeah, fuck him! I can't do it with you if you're ad-libbing. Yeah, but see, you can put all those voices like over top of each other. Right. Mm. And then now y'all all do a bunch of different yeah. voices and we'll throw them oh, all together. Oh, more editing for me. That's a Hey, fun yo, that idea. was my rent money, son. I can't be my child support now. I really forever. He did it. I plead the fifth. I ain't going back to jail. Beat his ass, son. <laughs> I don't know if the fifth was a thing. It was. America laws go everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> America. Fuck yeah. yeah. I'm not going to edit any of those over top of each other, so I'm just going to get a string of it. 
The constable quickly grabbed Dennis by his collar. Oh, how the tables have turned in so short a time. Oh, how the turntables. Hey, yo, get off me, copper. Yo, I didn't do nothing, man. I didn't mug from a real person. It was just a leprechaun, bro. Just a leprechaun. Well, the constable agreed. So long as Dennis could prove the purse belonged to a leprechaun. Oh, that's difficult. He would just need to get the elf to testify that the purse was his. And proof that Dennis wasn't burglarizing the good people of their town and taking another man's money. But hold on, if all those people in the town don't believe there's leprechauns, they'll never see him no ways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so obviously Dennis couldn't do it, you know. I know, setting the man up for failure just like they always do. Right. Well, obviously. FTS! FTS! For the shy! For the shy! Well, obviously, like you guys figured out, Dennis couldn't do it. Damn. He was never going to see that leprechaun again regardless. So the constable tossed his sorry ass in jail. Hey, yo, the system's fucked up, man. This ain't right. This ain't right. Shut your ass up. Dennis was sentenced to 30 days of hard labor. More work than he had ever done in his life. Yo, this is ridiculous, son. I can't do this. You've only been working for a month, you lazy sky. The worst month of my life, bruh. Once he served his time, he never looked for leprechauns again. Ever. Dennis suspected that leprechauns were too smart for him entirely. And I think we can all agree to the truth of that. Oh, <laughs> well played. I know that was long, but I I wanted to do, like, all the leprechaun stuff. So what was the story about? (laughs) Ages ago. We're talking about leprechaun, Joe. Pronounced leprechaun. Uh, Leprechauns. Leprechauns. You're right. You're right. Yeah. All right. So. So. So what we want to say is. Leprechauns aren't mischievous. Leprechauns aren't real. You just can't fucking cook. You're a drunk. And you're a bad gardener, so your taters don't fucking grow. And stop stereotyping us. We don't look or sound or act a certain type of way. Don't, don't, don't do that to us. And we only burn down orphanages with children that are fucking shit. I... Accent. Well done, Lassie. But you know what? I feel like she's a witch. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed the episode. And our mildly... Milesly. <laughs> milesly... <laughs> crude jokes at the expense of others and ourselves. We look forward to seeing you next week. We appreciate your participation and likes and feedback on any and everything we do because... At the bottom, it went at, at the end of the day. Bottom of the line, we are here for you. I stumbled through those words or statements, mm. but that doesn't make it any less true. It just means, oh, I've had a bit too much whiskey. It's fair, you know. I appreciate the DMs that uh, all of you. I'm just playing. <laughs> no, uh, we appreciate you guys, and uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for possibly drinking along. I don't know, but. I feel like that's not a, while driving. Not while yeah, driving. Not while no, driving. No, hell no. Not no, while on the way to work. No. 
Wait till you get there. When you get to work, maybe, you know, get your manager and be like, hey, here's a podcast. Maybe we can bond over this. And your manager's like, what are you talking about? Get to work. And you're like, no, no, haha, tee listen to this. <laughs> and then your manager's like, oh, that's really funny. And you're like, I know, tee Check it out. Listen to more. And then you guys are like listening to episodes and comparing notes and like having a little, I like this bourbon. Oh, you too? Okay, I like this bourbon. And then you guys are drinking together. And then before long, you guys are work friends, not real life friends. There's a difference. There Keep is. It, there is a difference. Keep it right? professional. But work friends, you get through work together. It's a little bit easier for you at work. It's a little bit easier for your manager at work. He, she, they, them, it doesn't matter. And then when he lets his guard down, you or her. Or them. Or, or them, them. Or them. Then you just do whatever you, you want to do. You stage a fucking coup and take his head. Riot. And his job. Riot. Just fucking riot. Respectfully. Respectfully riot. I think we've tangented it. Mm. I, I think I Ella's like cutting you We've off. gone off the no, rails. No, Ella. Don't. We've gone off. She's a witch. Just remember that. Put that in post-production. She's a, she is a witch. Yeah, we don't say that enough. No one's heard it yet. No one's heard it yet. Times, simpler times simpler when you could just times. you didn't have to get divorced you could just murder your wife by claiming she's a witch i mean i uh, feel like she might have been but then they'd leave you with kids and you just blame the, the witchcraft on them yeah. too. be like these are witch children we got to burn them that's what an orphanage is for and then be like hey baby i'm single tender profile in the fucking 1600s my wife was a witch she got <laughs> drowned had to burn the children recently single just trying to get back out there Faithful Christian man looking for a godly woman, you know. <laughs> Original music by Maria Vincent and art by Something by LP. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ddb.podcast. You may also email us at dragonsdrinkbourbon at gmail.com. Well, I mean, if I can't be Peter Parker. I didn't want code names. <laughs> <laughs> You fucking children. Well, you got them. <laughs> yeah, Enjoy. I know. We're here. <laughs> Episode 14. <laughs> Living our best lives is who we are.